Thank you, Georgia. This morning, uh, we are going to be continuing in the story of David and Goliath. And it's a familiar story. Most of us in this room have heard the story at least once. Uh, It's a story of an underdog, right? And we think of it that way. But the story really is more than just that. It is more than just an underdog story. It is a story that highlights David's faith. It, It highlights David's trust in God. So let me invite you to find a Bible with me this morning. And turn to 1 Samuel chapter 17. And in a few minutes, we're going to pick up in verse 38. We're going to read uh, a few of the earlier verses as we, as we review where we went last week, uh, too. So 1 Samuel chapter 17, you want to have that in front of you. Before we dive into the text, let's take just a moment and let's talk about, talk about what we covered last week. The story begins in the valley of Eli, Elah. Saul, who is the king... And the people of God, Israelite army, are camped facing the Philistine army, the enemy army. And there's a problem. The Philistines have this guy named Goliath. Now, Goliath is a warrior, but no ordinary warrior. He's a giant, and he has the the best technology of the day. And he is taunting the Israelites. Even worse, he's mocking the God of the Israelites. Verse 11 describes their response. On hearing the Philistines' words, Saul and all the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. Dismayed and terrified. They're paralyzed with fear. Now, last week we talked about how this relates to us. There are times in our lives when we are called to difficult places, really impossible places. And how do we respond? Do we trust that God will provide for us? He'll give us all that we need? Or are we more like the Israelites, dismayed and terrified? If you've been with us for the past few weeks, we've been walking through the story of David. And and you might remember that David is the youngest in the family. His older brothers are in the army, and David is not. David's dad, Jesse, instructs David to take food to his brothers and to check on them, to see how things are going. And when he arrives on the battle lines with bread and cheese, he goes out to speak with his brothers. Verse 23 says, As he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from Gath, stepped out from the lines and shouted his usual defiance. And David heard it. Now, check out what the Israelites are doing every time this happens in verse 24. Whenever the Israelites saw the man, they all fled from him in great fear. Now, without going too much into detail here, David cannot believe what he sees. Here's the people of God cowering in fear and this guy, Goliath, standing and taunting not only them, but God himself. And he doesn't understand. David doesn't understand how how they can let this happen. And so he says, you know what? I'll take him on. I'll do it. He goes to Saul, who is the king, and says, I'm in. At first, you might remember Saul says, I don't think you should do that. But then in time, David convinces him to let him go. As we discussed last week, David is confident that God's going to provide for him in this situation. He doesn't have the natural ability to take on Goliath, but he's going in God's power. He's sure that God will care for him, that God will provide for him, that God will give him all that he needs. Look at verse 37. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of the Philistine. Saul said to David, go and the Lord 
be with you. And then we pick up here in the story today. David is ready to step into danger. Again, fully trusting God. As we read earlier in Psalm 18, David confesses, I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. How does he see God? He sees God as with him. He sees God as all-powerful. He understands that he's going not in his own ability, but he's going in the power of God. He's ready to take on Goliath. Let's look at verse 38. and This is where we pick up in the story today. Then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. David fastened on his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. I cannot go in these, he said to Saul, because I am not used to them. So he took them off. Then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in the pouch of a shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand, approached the Philistine. Isn't that fascinating? David puts on Saul's armor, but it's awkward. It doesn't feel right. He, he, he says, this, this isn't how I should go. And what does he do? He takes on the outfit that is comfortable to him, right? A shepherd's staff, a sling and five smooth stones, which he likely would have used in the field to protect his sheep. Malcolm Gladwell, in his book um, about David. Again, this is not a Bible story book, but he describes this approach that David is taking here. He says, David is not using the conventional tools of the day. In fact, Gladwell believes that if David would have strapped on the sword and strapped on Saul's outfit, he may have been killed. Now, certainly God could have taken Goliath out with a sword, but David is going as he feels comfortable. David is going with the gifts that God has called him to use. Isn't that important as we think about the ways that we serve God? We're not called to be somebody else. We're not called to put on somebody else's outfit. We're called to just be who we are, and God can use us exactly in that place. Look what happens in verse 41. Meanwhile, the Philistine, with his shield bearer in front of him, kept coming closer to David. He looked, over, he looked David over and saw that he was little more than a boy, glowing with health and handsome. And he despised him. So he's insulted, or Goliath is insulted that a boy is coming out to fight him. Look at verse 43. He said to David, am I a dog that you come at me with sticks? Now we're thinking, what's he talking about sticks here, right? Now, Gladwell believes that because of Goliath's medical condition, he likely had vision problems. And he didn't have glasses or contact lenses in those days. So when he sees David coming, David has the slingshot, but Goliath thinks that he's coming at him with sticks. And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Come here, he said, and I'll give your flesh to the birds and to the wild animals. David has the sling. He's coming at Goliath. Goliath is cursing God. He's trash-talking David. Look closely at David's words in verse 45. David said to the Philistine, You come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. 
You don't see David talking trash, do you? Talking about killing lions and bears. He is coming in the power of God. He is sure that God is with him. And when, he, when Goliath taunts him, his language back to him is all about God and God's power. David compares the sword and the spear and the javelin to the power of God. And he says it's no contest. Verse 46. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands and I'll strike you down and cut off your head. This very day I'll give you the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and the wild animals. And the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves. For the battle is the Lord's and he will give all of you into our hands. Again, David understands that he's not going out in his own ability. He understands that God is in this. He understands that God is going to be the one to give him the victory. And look what happens next in verse 48. As the Philistine moved closer to attack him, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him. Reaching into his bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone, the stone sank into his forehead and he fell face down. On the ground. Simply put in verse 50. So David triumphed over the Philistine. With a sling and a stone. Without a sword in his hand. He struck down the Philistine and killed him. And in detail verse 51. David ran. Stood over him. Took hold of the Philistine's sword. And drew it from the sheath. After he killed him he cut off his head with the sword. When the Philistines saw that their hero was dead. They turned and ran. Then the men of Israel and Judah surged forward with a shout. And pursued the Philistines to the entrance of Gath. And to the gates of Ekron. Their dead were strewn along the Shemaran road to Gath and Akron. When the, when the Israelites returned from chasing the Philistines, they plundered their camp. David took the Philistines' head and brought it to Jerusalem. He put the Philistines' weapons in his own tent. We've heard this story before, right? The scene then closes with David capturing the attention of Saul, the king. Saul wants to know more information about David here. Now, when we read this... We might be thinking, well, wasn't David in Saul's palace? Wasn't David his harp player? Why would Saul not have recognized David? Why does Saul ask for kind of an identity card for David here? Now, there's different theories as to why this is the case. It may have been that David had grown. And again, if, if David served Saul around the ages of 10 to 13, and now he's 15 to 17 years old, he would have changed quite a bit in appearance, right? Or perhaps Saul just wants to confirm David is actually the one who killed Goliath, right? I mean, he's the one who did this? How did that work out? How are you holding the head of the giant, kind of, is what he's saying here. And you also have to wonder if Saul would be a bit threatened by David, now that David has pulled this off. In later chapters, we're certainly going to see this, this is the case. And I love how the scene is. Look at verse 57. As soon as David returned from killing the Philistine, Abner took him. And brought him before Saul. And David, still holding the Philistine's head. Whose son are you, young man? Saul asked him. David said, I am the son of your servant, Jesse of Bethlehem. Kind of saying, are you really the same David, right? Are you Jesse's son? And you did what, right? And here he is, a 15 to 17 year old boy. Standing before the king, holding the head of Goliath. What a story, right? There are many ways that we can look at this story and apply it to our life today, don't you think? 
I mean, many have read this story and kind of pulled for the underdog in the story. And while it's a great story, I'm not really sure that this is the main point. I mean, David's an underdog, certainly from a human perspective, but God is no underdog. And David is simply leaning and trusting God in the story. He knows that God can take care of him. He trusts that God will provide for him. And maybe this morning, this is what the story is really about for us, that God would be calling us to trust him with whatever problems or challenges we might be facing, with whatever our Goliath might be.